Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie because we've seen it all before. I'm Danny. I'm Dan, and I don't have to fix my hair every time uh, we start this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's- I blame the barber. He got it wrong. Like, he, like, oh, yeah, so, like, the, the part is, like, here. But he did the part, like, over here. So now there's, like, long strands of hair that should be going down here that I have to swish up there. Hey, here's an idea. Get a new barber. It was, it was his idea. It was my dad's idea. <laughs> I'm not- no offense, Dad. Thank you for switching for us. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a guest today for our movie, and uh, let's let's introduce him right now. We got our good friend Gavin here. Uh, we are watching what this week, Gavin? What are we watching? Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. Tobey Maguire. Ooh. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Ooh. And, and another Sam Raimi movie coming out soon. I we're am very excited for. It. Absolutely hyped for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait. That's for that certain movie. Yeah, yeah. That certain movie called Doctor Strange. <clears throat> in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I always thought it was and the Multiverse of Madness, but it's in the Multiverse of Madness. In, we're in. We're inside of it, Madness. You know what I'm saying? You know what we're saying? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you guys are just crackheads. <laughs> no, that's your cat. Yeah. Crackhead. You had him to go to sleep early last night? <laughs> yeah, so we were going to keep him awake. Um, like all day because he, he's a crackhead in the middle of the night so we figure if we tire him out during the day he'll sleep at night didn't work he's still a bug yeah he's a know? nocturnal animal well it's just he likes to I wanted to he, likes to move the water he jumps on my night. chest in the middle of the night and I can't like breathe because he's all like her you're gonna get like sleep paralysis from your cat yeah he's gonna freak me out in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> alright well enough of this let's get to the movie alright and we are back Spider-Man 2. What a masterpiece of a movie. Oh, really? Oh, no. I, re- I happen to remember. Oh, no. I happen to remember. Um, <laughs> we're starting this early. No, we're not starting this I early. recall someone saying, thing. yeah, <laughs> eh, it's okay. I remember someone saying, saying something to the effect of that. Yeah, it was Sep. It was Sep. Yeah, I'm, I was alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm alone on this one. Uh, I think Spider-Man 2 is the best movie in the Spider-Man canon. So... Well, let's... Okay. You Gavin, don't. Gavin, what's your favorite Spider-Man movie? Out of all the Spider-Man movies. Be careful. Hon- honestly, <laughs> honestly, I might have to agree with him. Uh, okay. I really like No Way Home, but I think it was mainly because of how good like this movie was and like the Tobey Maguire movies as a whole. Like It brought it all together. Okay. So okay. I could agree with that, honestly. Thank all right. You. I personally think <laughs> No Way Home is the best Spider-Man movie. Okay. I don't think Spider-Man 2 is even number two. Really? Into the Spider-Verse is number two. See, I agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that yeah. one. But, you know, uh, Spider-Man 2. live action, though. This one, definitely. Yeah. Yes. No. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we got him. <laughs> we got him. All right. Um, let's get into some notes here about this movie. Uh, Danny, I know you have like three pages of Yeah, this is notes, probably the, so. the, the record for the most notes I've taken in the movie. Yeah. The next one we'll, we'll get to later because we've already seen it in preparation for it. We've seen it before. We've seen it before, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, the opening titles do a great job of recapping the first one. So, you know, as we know, in the first one, Spider-Man becomes a Spider-Man because of Uncle Ben, and then he meets the Green Goblin, and then kills the Green Goblin, and then Harry's all like, why'd you kill my dad? You know? That's very accurate. It was like, <laughs> yeah. what happens, yes. Yeah. Then, oh, he also tells MJ, he's like, I can't love you because reasons. And he's all like, she's all like, what? And then, like, yeah. <laughs> so she's just eternally confused this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Honestly. Um, wh- what was the first note you wrote down, Gavin? Because I know you told us this. You're like, uh, who- just, just, 
I just wrote down Kirsten Dunst in big <laughs> words, like all caps, like Kirsten Dunst. Like, okay, in terms of Mary Jane's for you guys, where does she like stack up? Because for me, I don't know. She wasn't. She didn't really do it for me. Well, considering they didn't have an, a Mary Jane in Amazing Spider-Man, uh, technically oh yeah, was, they did. Technically, it was. Yeah, but she didn't get fleshed out. It was right? Lucy Hale. Yeah, she didn't get fleshed out though. I thought they just deleted all her scenes, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I remember something like that where, like, all, all of her – or it might have been Shailene Woodley. One of, one of them. But uh, they, all their scenes were just fucking cut, which sucks. I'm still what? going with yeah. the Homecoming trilogy. Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya. She's a, she's yeah, a great so. actress, and I, you know, I give her credit. Um, I never liked MJ as a character, really. She's just kind of like – Especially in the Raimi trilogy. She's just damsel in distress. So there's nothing really interesting. (laughs) Well, I was was Um, saying before we started, they literally brought her on just because she's good at screaming. Yeah. That's the only reason that Mm -hmm. she is. Yeah, I saw Jumanji and just like, girl's got some pipes. She got got some pipes. She also could use those pipes to sing in these Yeah, which she does. I don't know if she actually sang in this movie, movie, though. I forget if she does or not. Eh, Whatever. Yeah, so uh, Mary Jane, uh, she's... Yeah. <laughs> That's just like Yeah, I feel like it was like the early two thousands like super superhero movie thing where like yeah. they the damsel in distress can't actually be cool or like badass. They kinda just need to be saved. I feel mm. like that was kind of a trope back then. True. She also didn't want to come back for the third movie. Right? Oh yeah. Like anyone? <laughs> also I think I may be wrong about this. And I'm gonna mark this. I may be wrong about this. But if I remember correctly, Kirsten Dunst screamed so much in Spider Man two that in Spider Man three they just reused her old screams because she like she oh. blew out her her voice. I feel like I heard that 3. somewhere too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's true, but I did hear that possibly was a thing. Yeah, so, huh? I don't know. Just uh, unused screams. Yeah, re- re- remixes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> auto tune. We, we should overdub his screams. Over <laughs> please don't do that, <laughs> please. Oh God, it's <laughs> terrifying. But uh, one thing I want to highlight is uh, Danny Elfman's score is underrated. Like he's, he, I think he's underrated as a composer. Um, you know, he like I always remember like um, that. You know the Family Guy bit where they did Star Wars. And, yeah, yeah. And this, oh in, yeah, like the guy the, said the, con- the the band or whatever. And yeah, like, great. Now we have to do it with Danny Elfman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a joke. But like, dude, he created the Batman theme song in 1989. Like everyone knows that one, and then this in the Spider Man, he created that that sound too. And like, there's just it has a specific sound for this entire trilogy, and I, he he nails it, you know. So talented, and like, what are the like? I only know like three composers. Oh, four, four: Ludwig, um, John Williams, Danny Elfman, and Hans Zimmer. Oh, Junkie XL. <laughs> I know. Wow, that is a wrench. That is a monkey wrench if I ever heard one. Um, so. <laughs> Well, first of all, okay, so we're starting at the beginning of the movie. Pizza time. So uh, <laughs> that, yes. that was our like our first, or our, our tease, like the last hint for the movie. We're just like pizza time. <laughs> uh, who the fuck has deep dish pizza in New York City? Like, Smart people. Okay. He ordered twelve deep dish pizzas to that place where he swung to. Like who the fuck? What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, but also a twenty-nine minute guarantee. For like pizza delivery in New York City. That's crazy. That's a promise, that, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, but it's like it doesn't make any sense. Like, well, there's also that delivery system right now they have in New York City where it's grocery shopping for you in 15 minutes or less. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah, 15 uh, minutes or less. For there's groceries. no way. No, like, there's like, 
I, I was impressed that he was able to get the pizzas there in that amount of time, honestly. It's crazy. Yeah. Even with superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my well, God. even with superpowers, he's not able to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, Emily Deschanel is just like a bitch. She's like, I'm not paying for those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love the bit where he like he's like gets to the oh, to the place and there's like literally like a minute scene of him just playing with the brooms. Oh my god, that was yeah. so stretched out. It was like a Family Guy skit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. honestly. Yeah. So I can't watch Return of the Jedi without like when like you know how they like, they nod to each other like dun 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 yes. again with the oh, Family yeah. Guy thing that went on for two minutes. I'm just like I want to kill myself. <laughs> so I can't like watch that scene without being like oh no. Dude, that's Family Guy's whole like trope yeah. though. Like they drag <sighs> out scenes. Way longer than they're supposed to be. Yeah, oh, yeah. Conway Twitty. Like Conway Twitty. <laughs> it was funny the first time. We not the five other times after that. <laughs> yep. Oh man. And then they just did it. They're like, we, "You got anything? Okay, throw run Conway time." <laughs> oh my god. Elizabeth Banks. Her character is uh, Betty Brant in um, at the Bugle. Mm. So I always thought that was Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> like in these movies. Like, they look so, like, close to each other. Yeah, like her wasp haircut. Her wasp haircut, yeah. yeah. Like, she looks just like Elizabeth Banks Mm. in these movies. And I always thought, I'm like, oh, they recast her for the MCU as the wasp. But no, it's not. It'd be funny if she just, like, showed up, like, in the multiverse. Like, she just, like, looks at herself, like, fuck are you? You know? (laughs) It's like, I work for JJJ. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just, I always thought that, man. I don't know why. I just, always in my mind. It's okay. We forgive you. <laughs> well, I speak, don't forgive myself. Speaking of the bugle, though, um, J. Jonah Jameson is just iconic in these entire, in all these movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like I like. There's literally like compilations on YouTube um, of just him, just all his lines, and like, I mean, obviously there's the one with like, him laughing, and that turns into pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, just that like weird wheeze, oh, and then it yeah. turns. He's like, "You're serious?" You know, <laughs> I would always torn because so Sep is like, if Sep was here, she uh, she's obsessed with J.K. Simmons. Um, well, not obsessed, but like she yeah. finds him attractive, and uh, we always make fun of her. And um, I would always torment her. I'd be like, "You serious?" And she'd be like, "Stop." Yeah, because you know, Whiplash started off with Whiplash, mm-hmm. and it went to Spider Man, then it went to uh, any movie he's in. Yeah. Basically, so La La Land. Um, what else is he in? Uh, I mean, he's in fucking everything. He's in, he's and then little it, roles in everything. It just turned into like he follows us everywhere. And like we said this on the um, nope. <laughs> we Say said this on an upcoming podcast. an upcoming podcast. Um, <laughs> he caught himself. <laughs> uh, that uh, we wanted him to be. We wanted to hire him over cameo. And uh, be the pod or to have him be the official Wait, no, podcast not, of J.K. It's Simmons. Not podcast. It's, it's not. No, it's, I'm so confused with these release dates. Yeah, we. So we were originally supposed to be do a movie we're doing next week. Was supposed to be La La Land, which we did like three weeks ago. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah, we had a really weird release schedule because I think Sub was going to be on both of them, and she wanted to do La La Land that one night. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was. We had a. Wonky I think, release. I think schedule. you guys need a secretary or something to keep track of all this. <laughs> That's see, we're both combined to make one secretary, and it's like half a secretary. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, uh, I like the subtle kind of like in the scene where like he, it's like the first introduction scene with where he's at the bugle. Uh, Peter kind of gets like a little bit of a backbone when it comes to JJ because he's like asking for more money. It's like he's like, "I'll give you one fifty, three hundred. You know, like he's like, "Give me three hundred. And then um, he says he sort of like is hesitant to give him any pictures he's like no you made spider-man a menace you know so he's like standing up for himself he's becoming spider-man we all know and love but it's you know he got no spine first of all in the first movie he doesn't yeah but he barely has a spine in this movie too 
Like, dude, he's a bitch. <laughs> well, he he gets fucking he gets humiliated like at the uh, at the midpoint, I think. Yeah, he gets humiliated through like the entire movie. Like everyone <laughs> oh, just abuses back. him. Oh. Yeah, like where's my rent? <laughs> yeah, like, rent? The rent, like people just like they step on his books. They like yeah. just like Mr. Dick walk bit, into Dick him. Like, they get the, smacked in the face with a backpack. Yeah, <laughs> like and at the the gala or whatever, people just like take all the drinks so he can't have anything. Yeah, dude, and then I have like, like the, the Joel glass. Yeah, <laughs> my God. Jesus. Oh man, yeah. Peter's life sucks, and that, that's the whole point of this movie. Where like he has to, like he, like being Spider-Man has become so hard for him to balance the two that like he literally, well, we'll see later on. He gives up on being Spider-Man, and Spoiler like alert. for a 2004 movie, <laughs> literally, <laughs> how long ago was that? 17 years. Do math, Danny. Carry the one. I don't know. 16 years? 18 years? I was close. I was one year off. 2022. Don't remind me. (laughs) Peter, or somebody said this. I saw your billboard on Bleecker Street. Is Bleecker Street... Oh, like the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Isn't that where he is? He's on Bleecker Street? Hmm. Yeah. He is on Bleecker Street. They mentioned him twice in this movie. I was like, Doctor Strange, oh, the name's taken. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, that yeah. was two Doctor Strange references. I, I well, I didn't hear the Bleecker Street one. I thought the Doctor Strange was just like a callback to like the comics. Yeah, like yeah. no, it was. It was like right before the rent scene. Uh, I forget. <laughs> he was. I think it was the first time he interacts with Mary Jane. I want to say he's like, "Oh, I saw your poster on Bleecker Street." No, on a yeah, you're right. Bla- you're right. Street, it just yeah. it didn't even connect for me when yeah. I heard it. Honestly, I don't know. That's just something I caught. I was like, "Oh, cool." They had that, and they had um, uh, Peter's professor was. Uh, Dr. Connors. Yes. Like the Dr. lizard. Dr. Connors. Man. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's actually a point I wanted to bring up. Like, um, I would have loved, to, like, I don't see, I don't think I've seen a, a superhero franchise do this yet where they introduce, like, someone we know who goes on to be a villain or a big, really important character early on where they're just a supporting character and then they eventually turn into whoever they need to be. So, like, they almost did it with um, Harvey Dent in the Batman, like, the first two Batman movies, but then Joel Schumacher took over when Two Face was introduced. So they didn't use Billy B. Williams again. And then in this one, I would have loved to seen um forgot the guy's name. Um he plays the Nazi guy in Hunters. I, what? Uh, <laughs> That's <was> very obscure. <laughs> I don't know. That that show sucked, by the way. But um <laughs> I would have loved to see his his interpretation because we've seen him in two movies before that. So that would have been cool. But then he got recasted by Reese Fon, so one thing that I that I love about this movie and just like a trope for like all these like early superhero movies in general is just like there is always crime at any minute of the day. <laughs> There's always like a massive crime happening. Yes. Like banks being robbed, cars flying off the road. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why that always like cracked me up. Like he's like, Oh, but I gotta go to Mary Jane. It's like, Oh, the robbery. I gotta go stop the robbery. It's just like why? Like why is there no peace? Why I don't know. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, to be fair, New York City has crime all the time. But it's like, it's not like that it's, this level. is. It's like always. It's always. A it's always catastrophic. Yeah, like, it's always <laughs> like, yeah, like the like the, the stakes are always so high. I feel like. Yeah. yeah but. There's all these superhuman <laughs> villains or whatever. But like that. Again, these movies created the mold for that. Well, like so, it was funny because like true. there's the scene where like where he's on his way to the to Mary Jane's uh, play. I think, and like he literally like the only reason he doesn't get run over by the car is because of his spider sense. So if he was just a normal dude, he'd be fucking flattened like on the road. 
And like two little kids would be like watching him die. Oh yeah, they'd be traumatized. Yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> I yeah. think I saw a trivia fact. Not don't quote me on this. That Tobey Maguire actually did that stunt himself. Really? But there was two scenes. There was one with the stunt double, and then one with him doing it. And they decided to use the one with Toby because it looked more natural. Oh, huh. even though with his back issues, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, that's pretty impressive. Toby hurt his back so bad in the first one that he was I almost it was Biscuit. Recap. Was it Seabiscuit? Was he in Seabiscuit? Yeah, he was the main. He was the lead in Seabiscuit. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't. It was either that or he was almost recast with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh um, yeah, he was the runner-up. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So they were almost. They almost did that in the first one, but um, yeah, I don't like that. The first time that Pete meets Doc Ock, I'm pretty sure he says something like "trying to be better." And I'm just like, yeah. I de- I never noticed that line I until now. Yeah, like when he said it in No Way Home, like it had, it had been a while since like I'd seen this one. So I was like, I feel like that's a callback, but I'm not really sure. We're all growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop. My childhood. My childhood. <laughs> oh God, damn it. <laughs> well, speaking of that, um, I find it I find it kind of like even more tragic and kind of embarrassing for Doc Ock that like. Um, <laughs> like he's like so focused on getting the power of the sun in the palm of my hand, and like he he basically destroys his life for that. Yes. And then Tony Stark literally builds this in a cave <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> with a box of scraps. <laughs> Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Yeah. <laughs> well, like just it took him what four more years? If he just if he just held out for four more years, because Iron Man was in two thousand eight. So like, if only, if only. You know? He just made it look so easy. Well, also, like, when, like, in the scene where, like, the experiment's going down and, like, everything's starting to happen, instead of just, like, oh, this is clearly not working, he's like, no, I can do it just a little bit longer. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> no fail-safes kick in. No one else is there to be like, we should shut this down, like, right now. Everyone's yeah. just like, okay, he probably knows what yeah, he's, he's doing. He's a scientist. His you know? fucking these, wife dies. He his metal arms. He's, <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, it, like, the supernova, like... Like uh, does like a, a like a the hoop sun thing. type of thing. Sun, yeah. yeah, it does like the yeah, and then it basically destroys the entire building. Yes, and you know if we see Doc Ock's entire life just implode in like a matter of minutes, where like mm-hmm. his wife dies or he basically kills his wife, mm-hmm. and then yeah, um, the arms get welded to his to his spine. Oh, talk of that, about backbone. All those <laughs> needles in your back, like oh, yeah, that would yeah, be like when they when they show it, like like, no, like, like going like. Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty up, definitely. Yeah, but the scene where his wife dies, I don't know why, but that always traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> like I was like, what why? the fuck? Just like just like seeing her just, screaming in like yeah, the like, shard of glass, like, like, shard of glass thing. He's like, ah, I'm yeah. like, what if a glass shard of glass went into my eye? Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, it's <laughs> like it killed her. I don't know. It's like um. Uh, the imagination is way more because they don't show her dead body or anything. Yep. It's so just the imagination of that yeah, is way is way stronger. <laughs> it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that was PG. No. Why did my parents All take me to this when I was like six? <laughs> 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 no, the scene that traumatizes me more is um, the hospital scene where like they're cutting off the arms. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Oh, that's that Sam Raimi at his best. Though. That was a great scene. <laughs> it's just like a horror movie out of yep. nowhere. Yeah. And like you know, we, he, horror, uh, Sam Raimi got his roots in horror Evil with Dead. Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and yep. um, yeah. And but like I liked, he's also a horror comedy with Evil Dead too. So it's like he adds like the fantastical aspects to it. And the scene that the shot that always gets me is like the nurse lady being pulled by the arm, 
and like you see like her oh, nails yeah. dig up the the ground. You know what they use for that? What? Wax. Wax, yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Like, yeah, it makes it, a perfect spiral too. Well, cuz like when you think about it, like I'm pretty sure your nails would just like break or like You would think. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no one wants to see like broken bloody nails. That's like too much for like a PG-13 yeah. PG movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, actually it reminds me like cuz our last uh episode was Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the 2003 remake had like the cringiest scene where like the guy's um he's getting carried down the stairs and he tries to grab onto the wall with his fingernails and then you just see them pop off. Oof. It's like ugh. like that's like that scene gets me every time. It's the little things, you know. Yeah. Anything with like your oh. nails or like your eye, like eyes too. Like you just see you're like, ugh. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Can we also respect the end of the horror scene where he's just like no yeah. what is like, that from we couldn't think of what that was from oh I thought that was just a trope there's like he's scream- no the, the shot that pisses me off is like the one where he's like he does like a villain pose with the with the arm like he's looking straight into the camera and he's like oh, he, like, he, like turns he's like like that like into the camera and like the the eye oh. o- the our tentacle arm opens up oh yeah I was like that's such it's a, a weird it's a trailer thing. shot it's the trailer shot yeah, yeah isn't, isn't that like right at the end too where like he hears the police sirens and he goes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. what you doing, bro? Yeah, like a jump scare or something. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I did like that the arms also like picked up the chainsaw, like because they were gonna try to like you saw the guy like trying to cut through it. Yeah, and then they just picked it up like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's well, that's that's like top probably top of, like five scenes in this movie. I got a few other ones that top it though. Oh. For example. Mm. Okay. I'll get to it later. But. Well, let's, <laughs> let's get to the bank scene. That's like the next big scene in the movie. Yeah. So, Well, we got to talk about the quiet scenes, too. What quiet scene? I'm trying to find them. What quiet scenes? Uh, talk about the quiet scenes. I guess you're right. <laughs> it just goes right to the, to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to control the pace of this here. <laughs> All right. So the bank scene. Uh, Joel McHale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, before he was really big yeah, and before his fame. in the community. <laughs> um, so I love that. Yeah. Goddamn. I always, I always, for some reason, I always remember the scene where Aunt May like kicks him. And he's like, ow. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we get, get the free toaster, toaster though, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. What was with the free toaster? Never mind. That was hey, probably just like, like a joke. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Someone's like, ah, oh, let's put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then Doc Ock attacks. Um, the place and he just like he just kind of like strangely just standing in front of the vault you know he's just like chilling and then the arms yeah. pop out he's like what the fuck he doesn't you know? see peter there like i feel like if he was walking in there he would have seen peter because he'd already yeah peter. that's yeah that's like, a possible thing yeah i guess he wasn't looking he was wearing people. sunglasses in there though so maybe it's he true. was having trouble seeing. <laughs> it's very true and <laughs> hey, wears sunglasses in, inside <laughs> tommy was oh oh yeah he wore wait so, <laughs> small tangent um he was watching the disaster artist with james franco and um, he, he's like, I like movie. It's just little dim. And like, uh, and then James Franco is just like, Tommy, take off your sunglasses. <laughs> he's in the middle of a dark theater <laughs> watching this. Uh, it's a great scene, you know, get bags of money, like the, the, total t- bags of bags, coins. Bags of gold coins with like the dollar <laughs> like, sign on the side. What is it. this? A pirate ship bank? Like what <laughs> the fuck is this? I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, why are there just gold coins? Why are there doubloons? Like, <laughs> doubloons? <laughs> like uh, Yeah, like it, it was cool and all. Like great visual effects in this whole movie, honestly. It was it won best visual effects for a movie. Okay. Yep. I mean they look a little dated to me. But it's 2004. But for yeah. a time, though, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what the, uh, the Matrix was the only one that could really compete with that, and like, 
they have rubber man all over the place. <laughs> right. I also thought, um, we mentioned this, but the sound mixing and editing was also really well done. It yeah. was also nominated for both of those as well. Yeah. I think that one should have won over visual effects because like, there's like multiple scenes where like, especially one where like Doc Ock and Spider-Man are falling from the building and they're like mm-hmm. punching each other. And it's like, you just hear the wind kind of rustling and then you hear like mm-hmm. a punch and then, yeah, you know, it's really good. Yeah, he's poor Aunt May's just like fighting for her life up on the statue, and she's like, oh, yeah. oh. "Dude, she would for sure have a heart attack." There's I, no, like, there's no fucking no way. way. No way, man. Like, <laughs> jeez. And then shame on you. Yeah. Bam. Oh, oh yeah, I like. Yeah. So I like Bad-ass that. I like that in this movie, the damsels in distress per se fight back. They help Spider-Man. So Aunt May smacks Doc Ock in the face with her cane, mm-hmm. uh, and then I know Mary Jane does something later on. She she tries to do something later on. Yeah, and then she gets like really slapped work. out of the way. Yeah, but then she tried, you know. <laughs> Might also just be a callback, like, "Haha, you won't get me this time." I'm learning from my mistakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, true, very true. <laughs> yeah. I did like, um, even though it does look very dated, I did actually like the fight of them like falling down the side of the building, because I feel like in the first one, like when he's fighting like Green Goblin, they're not really like fighting on like. They're not like crawling up the sides of buildings or anything, mm. which Spider-Man is like, that's one of his main powers. Yeah. So I think it was cool to see like, oh, it's a villain that like kind of mimics that or like can do the same thing that he can do mm. in a sense. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. like, like the best villains can always match the, the hero or be better um, than the hero in a specific aspect. You know, that's why I don't like the MCU sometimes when they just do the hero, but evil, you know, like um, mm-hmm. Iron Monger. Uh, first Iron Man movie yeah um, what's his name Abomination he's just yeah. evil Hulk um, Loki's just well he turned into a different character but he's basically has the powers of Thor yep. you know so I get what you're saying yeah, yeah. for sure for sure um, I also noticed how there's a lot of parallels to the first movie in this movie uh, running into a burning building like in the first one when he's Spider-Man he rescues well tries to rescue Green Goblin <laughs> In the burning building. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, there's also the Uncle Ben moment in the car. They brought him back for that. So it's a different conversation, but it's still like the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's also Peter climbing the alley wall again, like he was first time climbing the wall, yeah. getting his powers back. And then jumping the building, like he did as well, and still hitting the fucking yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun oh, to watch. Back. <laughs> Yeah. Can I just say, like, he must have had some sort of spider powers at that point, because anyone else would just be like, like dead on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> really good shape, because like that got him in really good shape too. So like he he still could do a lot of it, but maybe okay. not. Okay. Yeah, but like you fall, you're falling down. You grab a clothesline, like that's only going to slow you down so much, and then yeah. you just slam into cars. Like <laughs> sometimes I roll my ankle stepping up from the, the bottom step to the floor. Like you know same, what I mean? Same dude. Same. Yeah, he would for sure be dead. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I saw that again, I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, how is he still alive?" <laughs> yeah, um, there was. Um, I saw in a cartoon. Uh, oh, actually, in the Batman too. Um, Catwoman just kind of jumps from like the second story building onto the ground. Yeah, I'm like, that's so unrealistic. She's doing it in heels too. <laughs> she has the power of a cat, though. Yeah, she's real nimble and stuff. They always land on their feet. <laughs> Got to stick true to the the comic book. Lore. The lore. Anyway, back to what you said about the Uncle Ben scene. Yes, the Uncle Ben scene. What did you think about that? Because I, I'm, I, I'm kind of mixed on it. You're mixed on it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked that they brought him back. Like they, like they brought um, 
goblin back at the end of the movie as well. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think I have a note on it somewhere in here. Oh, it was unexpected. It was it was nice. It was a nice scene, kind of like a uh, a decompressing scene of, you know, just Peter trying to come to terms with being a normal person. It's like I'm Spider Man no more type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a reversal of how he got his powers. It's Right. Kind of like a it, it's it's a different kind of scene. I just feel like I wish they had brought Uncle Ben back like sooner almost cuz like like when he's saying like I have a choice, it's kind of him saying like this is the first time he's even thought like oh I have a choice to do this cuz he's been so confixated on with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. I have to do this. I don't have a choice. Whereas yeah. now he's sort of like, "Oh, like I can choose what I do. I don't have to do this." I kind of just wish they like explored that more. We're like, oh, he's so torn up about Uncle Ben's death. Like he's so consumed by like the guilt. He's like, oh, I, I have a responsibility to keep doing this. Whereas now he's like, oh yeah, like no, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, like it's the whole like, um, you know, if you do something noble, do you ever get to rest? You know, like do you ever get to do anything for yourself? And like that's like that's kind of like the balance of like the whole thing here. Like, you know, like like we never really think of heroes sacrificing or like. Taking taking one for themselves, and they uh, the, like Captain America does that in Endgame, where he wants to go back in time. Like one, I did one for the entire universe, one for me. You know? Right, right. And uh, I like I love that scene uh, because it's it's such a f- contrast to his the actual like the scene that is calling back to in the first one, where he's just like like I hate you, Uncle Ben. You know we're we're not on you know like, you don't understand me. It's not a phase, Mom. You get it. <laughs> yeah. So he's all like you know fuck you, and then that scene has such a specifically for Peter has such an emotional attachment. He's like, that's the last thing I said to my, to my uncle Ben. And then he's dead in the next scene. And to have him basically be like, have to, con- to basically say the opposite of that, of that scene in, in the new scene, um, like it shows how far Peter's come as a character. And it reminds me of, um, one time I, I went to com- free One comic time book band day. Camp. One time at band camp. In this flute, got a little frisky. But um, <laughs> I went to a com- or got a free comic book on a free comic book day, and it was Spider-Man issue number one. It was like probably from like the '90s somewhere, the okay. new run. Um, and I remember the the guy who wrote it was there, and he signed it for me. And he said, "Turn to page whatever four or whatever." Um, I do a scene with Uncle Ben and Peter, um, and it ex- I love it so much because it explains their relationship. Uh, at that at that moment it was like it's like the purest sense of like where where they are as two characters and um i didn't get it because i was just a kid i'm like there's no action in this happening and i'm like this is fucking stupid but now i understand it more because it's like oh like that's the whole thing right there that's like the entire spider-man guilt like dichotomy thing you know Hmm. right because i i feel like that that was what motivated him at first was like guilt like first he was like angry then he was like guilty because he's like oh i killed this guy like i had a responsibility to be better to uncle ben and now he's sort of like well i have a responsibility to myself too or Mm. i don't have to keep doing this i can have a life outside this yeah i just wish that like they kind of tried to reincorporate like maybe he tried to go do something else or go see mary jane or something and then like uncle ben like i don't know he heard his voice or something kind of like drive home the point like he doesn't feel like he has a choice and then in this scene he's like now, wait a minute. Kind of like do. the Han Solo scene in Rise of Skywalker. Kind of like that. Yeah, a little bit. In a way. Yeah. I do I do like um, that they're in the car, though. I will say that is like a nice callback. It is. It very much is. Well, so that, that basically leads to Peter 
throwing away the Spider-Man costume and just being, I'm done with being Spider-Man. And like, I, we skip over the, I skipped over the scene where the doctor kind of really sends that message home. He's like, maybe you don't have to be Spider-Man. He's kind of saying the theme outright. Um, of that kind of cute scene, which is like, in my dream, I'm Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. In my friend's dream. <laughs> my friend's uh, dream. My friend, of course. Uh, <laughs> the doctor's just no, like, this guy's bullshitting me. <laughs> I like yeah. how the doctor just like, is in like a lab coat and then like a tie-dye shirt underneath. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that was, uh, what kind of doctor are you going to there, Pete? <laughs> and also, he's a physician. He's not like a, like a psychiatrist. So he's giving him like life advice. But he's like, he's like, I'll just give you like a physical, like I'll check you up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like here, right, yeah. here's this like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. He seems like he's been on a few spiritual journeys. I think he knows what he's talking about. Well, he's about. wearing the tie-dye shirt, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is like the classic Raimi trope. He has this thing where he zooms into the eyes. Yeah. And it's definitely noticed. I noticed it a lot in this film. Like, especially with, you know, the main characters, like Mary Jane, Peter. It, oh, and then, like, like the conversation will pause and then they'll kind of like zoom in. a slow zoom in. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't go all the way in, but like it goes very close to the eyes. And then there's also that in the trailer for Doctor Strange. Like, you can see it with mm-hmm. Wanda. It goes into her eyes and everything. It's like, ah, it's a Raimi trademark. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, the movie literally opens up on the billboard of Mary Jane a close-up on her eyes. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know what it means. Probably just because like the wind, the eyes are the windows to the soul or something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's got to yeah. be. But I like it. It's just a nice callback that yeah. he keeps. He's consistent with it. <laughs> the only other guy that I know that does that, where it was, it came up a lot in Lost. Like you know, like, the first shot is just like uh, open up on Jack's eye, yeah. and then there's so many shots where it's like, Boom, oh my god, revelations. <laughs> I hate that show god. so much. No, you love that. show. I loved the first four seasons. That it. happens a lot with shows. I like the first four seasons and then it just <laughs> drops off. Except for How I Met Mother. <laughs> Five and six. Five and six are good seasons. Five and six are good seasons. Seven's lackluster. Eight is bad. Already Nine is horrible. Him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even matter. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Gavin? You got oh, anything? I've never seen Lost, so I... No, haven't. no, no. <laughs> We're not talking about Lost here. Eventually and Lily. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Raindrops keep <laughs> falling on my head. I love how they tried to show him being like a normal person. It was yeah. just like he's just like so just awkward, falling over himself. It's, like, it's just yeah. like Spider-Man Three, but the happier version yeah. of it, and less emo version. Less emo, and like literally, like I, like he he tumbles and he's like his arms are like flailing over. Like I love how he struts. He's like, like yeah. moves his shoulders <laughs> way too much. You know? And then um, I, my favorite part of the whole montage is, like, when he's, like, eating the hot dog. <laughs> and he just, like, watches the police go by. And then, like, out of nowhere, he just shoves the fucking hot dog <laughs> in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. And just keeps eating. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> but it's, like, violently. Like, he just does it, you know? Well, is you never violently shoved the hot dog in your mouth? No, I never have. Well, Can't I, say I have. I've never yeah. lived. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it part of the same scene? Is it like this part of the same scene where like he just walks by an alleyway and someone's getting mugged? Yeah, yeah. help, help! And he's just like, it's a oh. busy street too. Like, There's so many people walking by. Yeah, there was like so many groups of people. Like two two people walked by, <laughs> ran past him, and just like help, help! And then suddenly he's the only one like just looking around. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's like the not so subtle way of like him being like, oh, maybe like I'm being irresponsible. With like, because I do have this. Well, it's it's in. I'm having a mental crisis right now, but it's in. But I still have power. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing anything about it. You know, 
Oh, we skipped over the, the I guess, I th- honestly, in my opinion, probably the most important scene. Yeah. Um, the whole um, party scene. You know, he's getting all the orders. So, like, oh, this, yeah. all these peppered, like, little, like, inconveniences for Peter are peppered through. And he got, like, three of them back to back with the hors d'oeuvres. But he just can't get a fucking hors d'oeuvre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still hors d'oeuvre, Danny. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> here's how he spelled. Here's how he spelled hors d'oeuvre. Um, fuck, where is it? I spelled it like H O R S D E U R V E. Um, that, I know how. It's how you spell the or part. That's close enough. Yeah, that's what I heard. Anyway, but you know, so there's those little moments peppered in, and then you get the two big moments where um, Harry's like getting drunk off his ass, and he's like, "You killed my," f-, or like, "You you take pictures of Spider Man." You know, you let him kill my Where father. Is Where is Where is <laughs> Where's the bug? Where's the, where's the arachnid? <laughs> but he likes he basically humiliates Peter. He slaps him in the face, you know, like in front of like the elite of New York at the time. Sometimes. And um can yeah. I can I just say Peter That's does not- nothing Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. Peter does nothing to try and save his friendship with Harry, like the entire movie. Yeah, like, he's just like, not now. <laughs> yeah, when, he, when he's like you knew who he was, you'd tell me, right? He just kind of like looks around, like like, like avoids ooh. eye contact. It's like, what are you doing? Just make something up or tell him like, hey, no, I'm not going to be a part of this. Like, <laughs> do something. Yeah. 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 Even in like the scene where he's getting drunk, it's the same thing where like he slaps him and he just like lets him leave. He's like, just like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, I can't like, believe you've done this. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like go after him or anything. He just kind of like gets slapped and he's like, oh, that sucks. Guess we're like, not friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I got my own things going on. See you later, buddy. <laughs> and right after that, um, it's such a great, great scene where like um, John Jameson says, "Hey, I just want to let announce that Mary Jane agreed to marry me." You know, like, Ooh, like meanwhile, oh, yeah. him and MJ's relationships on the rocks. Like, there's so much like character work there where like they're on the rocks and having to watch the woman he loves be, be like you know go up there and he has to take pictures of her and stuff. Like you just uh, feel harder, so bad for harder. the guy, yeah, and, yeah. And JJ's well, like yelling at him, like, "Go take the picture." It's just like, oh, God, that sucks. Yeah, oh man, that, yeah. I would be humiliated because you get humiliated in one second, and then you're humiliated privately even more. You know? Yeah. Uh, there's a few scenes I want to mention that involve Aunt May in this movie, and yeah, like, the one where Peter tells her about Uncle Ben and the night that he died like he comes clean about what happened pretty for the most part he tried to get some money he got uncle ben murdered and mm. like that scene was so powerful i i loved that scene yeah it, it's just nothing was said she didn't say anything she just walked upstairs slammed the door well yeah because like, it's, like, it's like oh it's such a gut punch man and it's even harder because uh peter at that moment he's like he's feeling guilty for like not not being able to do anything, and I I think in his mind he wants to make up for it by you know cleansing his or his conscience of and telling Aunt May that to kind of better the fact that he's kind of choosing himself now, and uh, it doesn't help, you know. So it's like he's kicked even more. He's kicked, you know. It's like this yeah. this movie beats yeah. the shit out of out of Peter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's merciless to him. Like, <laughs> oh. But then on the flip side, another scene is when she's selling all her stuff in the yard and there's that kid helping her that kid mm-hmm. totally should have been miles morales if he was invented at that point that would have been so cool yeah that would have because like was, was he, he wants thing? to be you when you're he wants to be spider-man he never gets who he wants to be mm. was was he a thing at that point no, no. 2011. 
2011. Yep. Yeah. But like that would have been so it was a perfect point to introduce Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. I mean, I was looking into like I was wondering like does was that kid ever like mentioned like if is was did Spider-Man ever have like a like a kid that like looked up to him in the comics or whatever? Could they have made that connection because I don't recognize the kid's name. Oh, all right. So the burning house scene uh, another perfect uh, pitch perfect scene that literally describes Peter's morality. Um, so you know he's he's kind of being like on paper selfish, but like we, we connect with him emotionally. We're like, oh, we feel for you and everything. But um, so he wants to make up for that. Um, he sees, you know, he sees a burning building. He's like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to save whoever's up there. And he saves a little girl. And you know he has he has no powers at that point. You know, and. You know, it just speaks to Peter's character, and you know, extra points for the little girl for trying to like help him up when when he's oh, like yeah. dangling. I'm just <laughs> like, because he inspired grabbing, her to do that. You know, grabbing his fingers and probably making it worse for him. Yeah, probably. She's trying. She's, she's trying. You know, I get it, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah I just I just like that scene. Um, but then the point of the scene is that once he gets the kid out out of there, um, you know, the the firefighters like you're one, you know, you know, one brave kid. And then the other guys is like, there's one poor soul that got lost on the fourth fourth floor. Mm-hmm. So you know he realizes that like he's not doing enough. You know, even though he tried as best he can without being Spider Man, he's not still not doing enough. So you know he, he's coming to another crossroads where he's got to yeah. go back. You know. All right, so I guess this is a good time to go to when he gets his powers back. That one scene at the coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in the background, you know, you have Doc Ock building the machine, and then you have that scene with Harry. Or you're just like, I need the tritium. <laughs> Give me the trigger. Precious tritium. Oh, <laughs> uh, did we skip over that once? Before we get to this, let's get to the scene we would cut from this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have one very standout scene that I have no idea why it's in this movie. Um, let's, would, start, let's not start with us. Let's okay. start with Gavin. Is Gavin there a first. scene you would cut from this movie? A scene that I would cut? Yeah, like something you just don't think this movie needs. Um, I want to see if you're on the same page as we are. <laughs> I don't there's nothing that really stands out like all that much that I that like immediately jumps off the page. Okay. Like maybe if I thought about it a little bit more, I could like sure. I can choose, but okay. I don't know. Okay. What about you guys? You seem you seem like you have. <laughs> you go ahead. Like hey, we have the same answer. I would so. absolutely cut out the completely awkward and like just terrible scene of um, Peter and the Dickovich's um, daughter eating the chocolate cake. <laughs> Oh my god! It's yes. so bad, right? Oh my god! It's like it's like so unneeded. Yes. <laughs> like, why is that there? She's like, "Hey, Pete, I think you're cute. Want a chocolate want some, cake? Want some cake? And some yeah. milk? Milk? You know?" I but think- it's so it's so drawn out because she brings him the chocolate cake first. He tries. He's like, "Good, I'll cut some milk." And, you know, there's an extended scene where we're getting milk. <laughs> like, why? I think. Well, it is nice to see someone being nice to Peter in this movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Give it like just. Let him have one thing. Please. <laughs> like, He's just like, why can't I just take a break from being Spider Man and eat some chocolate cake? I would love it if it was just if like the cake just like fell on the floor, like, <laughs> she like, tripped and just like threw it on. Oops, sorry, Pete. It's just like, oh man, that would be like, so bad. Oh, it's okay. Can I at least have the milk? Oh, the milk's expired. We're out of oh, classes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I get where you're coming from. It is, I, I think that was nice to see like someone kind of like sympathizing and like trying to help him. But like, yeah, that went on for a little too long. Yeah, rent. I guess now that you say that, me rent. Rent. Now that you say that, it makes more sense because not even Aunt May is on his side. Yeah. 
at this point. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like, he needs some sort of support. You know, so, interesting. So I guess that's the reason for it. But like, that's damn, did it have to be so fucking long? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was pretty drawn out. Yeah. It was only probably like a minute, but like still, it was so long. It's, so, it's just really awkward. Like I never, I don't <laughs> like that character because she's even awkward. Because then he's treating her like a dick in the third one. He's like, you know, yeah. she's she's giving him cookies and he's like, emo thanks. Ooh. And like Ooh. soup his hair. Can you make me some more cookies uh, with nuts this time? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, Pete. <laughs> All right. Setting the scene. Peter gets his powers back. Uh, he, we have Mary Jane and Pete in a coffee shop. They're just talking it out. Uh, do you love me? He's like, yes, but I jumped the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I, there's something else I need to say, too. And then <laughs> zoom into the eye. Spider sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I like the noise they use for the spider sense. Yes, I do too. That's, that's like so the best good. one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, so yeah, it's like a like a clang kind of thing. And then the spiral, they're just jumping in a spiral. Yeah, it's like really cool. It's like that was the trailer shot, I think. Yeah, or it was one of the trailer shots. Oh, so good. <laughs> so I got a couple things. Uh, at this point, if I was Mary Jane, I would say "fuck you, Peter." Make up your fucking <laughs> yeah. mind, and I would just leave the coffee shop. If I was her, she she has loyalty, you know. Um, but then, like, my other thing is, like, what's Doc Ock's plan? Like, because he doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, no, So his idea is to throw a car at him? Yep. Scare him. <laughs> like, yeah. Scare the piss out of him. A fucking car? And they back oh, <laughs> into yeah, a wall, they, they too. They both would have been dead if, like, he hadn't gotten his <laughs> yeah, powers so back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then he hits him into a brick wall, though, too, like, with his tentacle. It's like, Yeah. And he's like, oh, I might have killed him. Like, Oops. Internal <laughs> organs are a thing, man. Like, like <laughs> rupture. Yeah. 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 Meet me, meet me on this building at this time. Where is he? Oh, he died on impact. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know my own strength. <laughs> yep. And then we get to the train scene. Yeah, it's oh, the train yeah. scene. Train scene. My favorite scene in the movie. It's so good. Like <laughs> it's, just, it's it's everywhere. It's got that New York attitude to it too. Like at the very end of the scene, like it's like, hey, you go through what uh, you go through. Uh, get to get to him. You gotta go through us. Type of mentality it was. Yeah. It's very New York, very post nine eleven New York. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna mention because like the yeah. you know you mess with one of us, you mess with all yeah. of us. You know, like that's definitely the the thing. You know, so yeah. I like how like the city is portrayed as well, kind of awful, but but the the regular people are good. Yes. You know? But in Batman, you know, everyone sucks. Yeah. Everyone's depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're on the verge of suicide. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's about to become a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> It's like there's too much crime. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm beating the shit out of them and saying, <laughs> be like, I'm vengeance and inspiring." That's the whole point of the movie. But, but yeah, let's, let's let's gush about the train scene now. The actual fight scene. It's it was the first scene shot for the movie, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was the first scene shot for this movie. Remember something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or one of the first, maybe the first big scene shot for the movie. Yeah. Um and. It's just it's great. So cool. Like there's not much else you can really describe. It's like. The classic superhero versus villain fight scene just on a train. Yeah. It's great. It's like, so imagine if we had this awesome fight scene on a train. On a train. And guess what? The, the train outside. runs out of tracks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of like the I guess the important part of the scene is um I mean after after they fight and um Doc you know plays on uh, Spider Man's morality. <laughs> Doc, you're telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? I heard what you said, Doc. You're like, Doc. You're telling me you built a time machine out of a train? <laughs> well, he did. Yeah, I know. He, he literally did. did. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
the, we saw Spider-Man too. <laughs> yeah, just like you saw into the future. <laughs> Marty, I have an idea. <laughs> okay, okay, enough of that. <laughs> All right. All right going off the <laughs> Get out. <laughs> He's, so he play he plays on his morality and uh breaks the train and um he says like you got a train to catch and throws him like the handle and um you know I uh, so he, he wastes all of his energy trying to save these people who you know he doesn't you know he they ha- they don't at this point they haven't done anything to for him you know he just does it because he's Peter they're they're literally antagonizing him actually like not not only have they done nothing for him they're really like oh got any more bright ideas like they're just oh yeah <laughs> for no reason he's like uh, a couple he, he gets that trope of Spider-Man holding two things together he started that whole thing yeah like they did it in Homecoming with the uh, the Staten Island ferry they did yeah. it in um, Far From Home with something I think right I don't know I forgot I feel like they did it in Far From Home as well yeah but um the whole the whole thing is that you see Peter. This is like the the his biggest like physical trial, and he succeeds obviously. But then you get the heartwarming scene where the the people thank him in a way because they they save him from falling over. Just a kid, and there's like a whole thing. Yeah, he's like he's just no long no older than my son, you know. And so they see him and like I like that like Toby's like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be like what like eighteen in this. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but they you know older he, than my son. <laughs> When is he moving out? <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's unmasked. And, um, you know, so they see, you know, like, <laughs> they see him and they feel bad for him and stuff. And, um, you know, he's freaking out. He's like, oh, no, they're seeing me. And, like, if uh, the little kid says, we won't tell nobody, you know, they, he says it really weird. But um, <laughs> uh, if phones existed in 2004, this oh, yeah. would not be happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, we won't tell nobody clicks the phone you know if social media existed yeah like there's no fucking way like that they could do this nowadays yeah. you know well they wouldn't even they wouldn't have the the hands to like grab him before he <laughs> falls they'd just be going like this <laughs> to be like oh shit up oh, there he goes <laughs> final scene pretty much oh no no ak captures him brings him to harry harry finds out oh it's peter shocker and pete pete he's just in yeah he's like, in no shock. it's not true he's not you very dramatic you know? yeah like okay whatever it's well, like and the same thing he does nothing he's like harry you can wait i need to go save mary yeah he's, he's like, still an asshole yeah, God. <laughs> yeah yeah i could explain what happened to your father and we could be friends again easily but you. i gotta go do this thing <laughs> see that's what makes doc ock such a a complex character like he's got like this uh, he was such a good guy such a family man and then he just his whole life is destroyed yeah but he also he's a better actor than james franco in this. yeah uh, although james franco doesn't get much development in this movie though like he doesn't get time for he's just mad yeah he's, he's just, just he's an asshole billionaire and then he's then he's sad and it's like <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? like I just love Alfred Molina's portrayal of Doc Ock. Yeah. He did such a great job. He did such a great job in No Way Home, too, even after yeah. Say, oh, yeah. eight, 17 years. So the final battle. Let's start there. Um, Mary Jane tied, tied up to, like, a Some chains. Beam, and some chains and a beam. And, <laughs> beam. like... What? <laughs> oh man, tie, tie, she's there's a up. beam. She's oh yeah, there's up. a beam. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, a beam. Yeah, there's a beam. <laughs> I thought you said bean first. I'm just like, there's no like baked beans. Like what? Mary what? Jane's eating beans. 
Doc's still in his machine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so power of the sun, palm of sand, yada, yada, yada. It backfires again. I mean, Doc's an idiot, though. He's just like, okay, so that thing failed. What can I do to make it different? Oh, the same thing, but bigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good. Now it's self-sustaining. You know, like it's... And then he gets hit in the head enough, I guess, and he's just like, oh, shit. I, I didn't mean to do this. I got to fix it. I got yeah. down with it in the river. Yeah. Yeah, like he has, like, I don't I don't completely buy his uh, character arc, which is kind of flipping on a dime like that. He's yeah. like, he, like the like for a moment, the, the arms aren't talking to him in his head. Maybe that's it. And well, then think, he's like, I, I got to control like, it. I think, yeah, I think it's more like he is like, oh, I, I need to control this because it's so dangerous. Oh, okay. Like he, he remembers. He's like, you told me, Otto, that this needs to be used for the good of mankind. He's like, he's a like, privilege. Yeah, it's a privilege. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then he like, remembers. <laughs> I did yeah. say that. Brilliant but lazy. <laughs> I just know the quote. <laughs> but lazy. Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, so he reveals him. Uh, that he's Peter and like uh, and so we have like a kind of like a <laughs> we have a, a really cool scene where um, MJ sees Peter like unmasked and she's like <gasps> and it's like really like drawn out like shots and like, like dramatic no, yeah. and then it goes to like his dirt face when like when like the building <laughs> the wall starts <laughs> breaking <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like, I forgot that that's where that was in the movie. It yep. caught me off guard. Yeah, like, it's like ah, oh, the meme. It's just like it's just like the cutesy like like love music like like zooming in on Mary Jane. Oh yeah, so Oct drowns in the river. You know, you know the story. Is that avoidable? Like, could he have just not drowned? I think he just could have broken all the legs on the thing and had it, you know, he, yeah. he didn't have to die. Well, maybe, like, but, like, swim or did he have like to, like, the, contain it with the arms? Not, they're too heavy, I think. Well, what if he, like, spun them around, like, propelled I don't know <laughs> if he can do that. I don't know if he thought of If this. lightsabers can do that, <laughs> well, arms can do that. I can think that. of it. He's, he, made a, he made a portable sun, Dan. This is 2004, <laughs> my guys. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know, man. I just, like, I just remember he was dying, and I was like, could, could he have done something? Like, I don't know. So then we get the setup for the next movie. James Franco, Harry, sees the goat in the mirror. Yes. Oh. The goat. Oh, <laughs> the goat. Come on. I thought you literally meant a goat. I, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Just like a bat? The, the like goat. a goat? The goat. Yeah, like like, like the wait, Spider-Man goat. I was like, wait, was he hallucinating the whole time? Was that before he yeah. saw the Green Goblin? or? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> okay. He's in there. Great. Yeah. Love it. Perfect. I don't quite understand how that works. How that works. You say he has like the goblin genes, but I, I thought mean, it came out of the gas. See, yeah, there is that, but like maybe he's just as psychotic as his father. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I I don't know. Uh, it's unexplained, but it's like whatever. It's Kong. They movie. do that in the 90s cartoon too. Like oh. after Norman is dead dead he like talks to him and like a helium tank like he's like his like, he sees like visions of him through mirrors and like a helium oh yeah i do remember that i don't know it's just the spider-man trip i guess mm. well it, at least they're keeping it like keeping it 100 oh wait wait i wanted to bring that up actually so when he goes into like the side room where all like the green goblin stuff is there's just a glider and an untouched green goblin mask like how yeah. did he how did he get those? Like, did he? They go were back? extras. 
Like he had two gliders or something. He had like a prototype glider, and that's what Harry and me worked on. Okay, I guess. This is I where know. I say because plot. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's pretty much the only route like you had to go. Walls and walls of like the pumpkin grenades or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That that actually did look cool. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> the final scene, you know, she's getting married. Oh God. Whoa. I hate the whole runaway bride. I hate that too. I hate it so much. The way it's shot too. I know it's like it's supposed to be that way. Like he, Sam Raimi's in on the joke, but it's like if I was going, it doesn't look good to me. If I didn't cut the cake scene, I would have cut the her just running to Peter. Just, just end it with like him being left at the altar, then cut to Pete's apartment. Just do that. Yeah, that would be cool. You don't need her running. Yeah, you don't need it. (laughs) Just cut it. Yeah. Um, I do like how they end, they're like the ending line though. Yeah. Um. You know, go get him, tiger. Such a classic mm-hmm. line. You know, and I'm thinking, why is he a tiger? He's wearing like he's not even related to a tiger. He's wearing red, white, and blue. Go get him, spider. Yeah, that, that'd be better, right? <laughs> you know, it's whatever, man. It is whatever. <laughs> um, and then you can't end a Spider-Man movie without having a, an iconic, like web-swinging scene. Of course, any Spider-Man movie, you gotta have an iconic, just. Two minute, three minute, just him swinging across the city. With the police, too. With the police. To show the Helicopters, just like the opening of the Spider-Man game on PS4. Just pretty much. Like, I don't know. They kind of, like, copied that, I think. And it kind of worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Like, so that's what I kind of want to, I guess, um, I know this is the movie, this movie was the first first franchise of Spider-Man. So I can't really discount it too much, but I can discount the newer movies for not really... Um, I mean, maybe we, we might get that with the new Tom Holland movies because of where No Way Home ends. Um, but I would love to see like a live action like Spider Man: The Game, where Spider Man's established, he's fought in all these villains, he's like he's in college, or well, he's like he's a, he's a, he's an adult basically. That's the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I would love to see like where he has a history. You know, like this is in the, in this franchise, he just meets the villains for the first time. I'd like to see them break out or something, oh, and like have like an established Vulture, past between them. Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Be cool PlayStation One game. I mean, I don't know if anyone's played that, but no, I haven't. Oh, yeah, it will so be so good, so good. That it's got like all like, oh, yeah. like all, a whole like roster of villains like yeah, Scorpion, yeah. Mysterio, yes, yeah, uh, so Doc the... Carnage, yeah, Venom is in it too. Mm. Like, oh, it's such a, it's so good. Nice. That that would be cool to see get made into a movie. Yeah, like in like the um, I played uh, the uh, Shattered Dimensions one, where they're um, that was like 2011 or something like that. Okay. Um, but that one where they they have four different Spider Men, the Spider Man Noir, um, Spider Man 2099, the black suit and the regular suit, and um, I just like that aspect because they have different versions of the villains. Like um, Hammerhead is in the like the Noir one. Um, in, in the, uh, also a noir villain, he's a uh, green goblin. He's literally like a goblin. Mm. They do oh. that in, uh, into the spider verse too, oh. where like he's oh, yeah, an actual yeah. goblin, right. you know? Hmm. So I'd like to see like his, his, his rogues gallery be already yeah. established, but you know, so maybe we'll get that later on. You know, maybe we'll see like a time jump in the where oh. Miles Morales can be introduced in the MCU and stuff like that. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I like that. The ideas like are that. endless. It's kind of like the way that Batman the franchises have never been ballsy enough to do a Robin other than like a good Robin other than Chris O'Donnell yeah, or like have a Nightwing, have like the bat family. They have fucking, you know, just it's, it's a whole other part of the entire comic books and they haven't done it yet. So it's like, you could do so much. 
if you it just feels like it could be tough to do it right though like yeah it's very easy to like mess up i feel tim drake is literally like 11 so like right. if they have to hire an 11 year old and have him act like a superhero so like that'd be hard what it might be from the batman um that the mayor's kid could be robin oh that'd be cool but it wouldn't be Tim Drake, obviously, because the mayor's name last name is in Drake. But they, I, I do think they had some kind of connection there. Like, mm-hmm. they definitely could totally pull that, pull that off. Yeah, and just like how, like, if this movie came out in like 2013 or whatever, um, that that or I think his name's Kenny, um, the Kenny little kid. G? Kenny. <laughs> He just has a, just has a saxophone. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Pete." <laughs> anyway, Kenny. Yes. He uh, that would be, definitely be Miles Morales. <laughs> he would definitely um, go on to be Spider Man. You know, yeah. and I would love to see them swinging together in live action, like just like how like um, Homecoming gave us that shot of Spider Man swinging with Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. And if it wasn't in the movie, yeah. But you know, I would love to see that on screen. Anybody have any last minute things they want to bring up uh, here? I kind of want to just break down the whole movie. There was just like, um, this movie has, the I think, the best arc for Peter um, in any Spider-Man movie because you see him, you see him, like, it, the most, like, this is cliche, but the most potent, like, character drama is when you're fighting with yourself. And that that's this movie to a T. He's fighting with his decision to live up to his original, like, version of himself though his image uh with what he actually wants and he struggles with that and then he comes to terms where he chooses to to he chooses to not i guess in the end he chooses not to bitch about it you know that's true they <laughs> definitely they definitely do that in this movie for sure they do it the best out of all the spider-man movies yeah homecoming kind of does that kind of kind of but not really they yeah, like he misses a date he misses the homecoming yeah, dance and his that's more like like learning like the responsibility aspect of it instead of like trying to balance it's like kind of balancing his life where like he has to like say no I can't do this I have to do this um, yeah but I think in No Way Home he has a really good arc too though like he just keeps getting battered battered and battered and beaten down until eventually yeah. he's like fuck it just I'm not gonna be Spider Man just make it so everybody forgets Peter Parker or whatever yeah. so it's like it's kind of a soft reboot but like the way it's portrayed in the movie it just does its job and like the arc is fucking fantastic in that movie for peter parker yeah so well the cool thing about um the the homecoming trilogy is that you see different aspects of what we know spider-man to be and how he discovers that so like the first one's responsibility like you said second one um it's a little more muddier it's kind of learning without your mentor, I guess, in a way, because Iron yeah. Man's dead and everything, and like he yeah, he's like on his own. He's, he's becoming a little more mature, and then three really brings it home with like he's the he puts the man in Spider Man, like he has to be an adult, like a Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's grow up. Yeah, fast. That's the whole thing. Yeah, so that's but I that's what I like about this movie though is it kind of does all of it at once. Mm-hmm. You know, where like he 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 shoulders the burden that is Spider Man, and he's yeah. like, I'm fine with this. I'm choosing to do this. At first, he didn't think it was his choice. He just kind of right. did it. Good point. So, yeah, I think it's interesting to talk about No Way Home again. I think it's interesting that they had like the Uncle Ben death. It's Aunt May technically, but like they had that in like the last movie, 
even though that always seems to happen like right off the rip or like he's dealing with the loss of uncle Ben and he has to get over it and blah, blah, blah. And he's like angry about it, mm-hmm. which is like why he goes after the guy who shot him in the first one. Yeah. Um, and then in no way home, he's like still pissed about it. And he almost like kills uh green goblin. Well, he does that because he lost everyone, but then Toby go comes in and he's like, can't do that, man. Right. You and gotta grow up. Right. That's what makes it, because this, if yeah. we didn't have, like you that. were, I think you were saying before the podcast, if we didn't have Spider-Man 2, No Way Home wouldn't make any, mm-hmm. wouldn't ha- hold a candle to us. Yeah, exactly. Because we see, we see, we know Peter, like Toby's Peter, Um, he grows up in, in, that, in that trilogy. Peter, Peter 2. Yeah, Peter 2. <laughs> he, um, yeah. Peter Tangle. <laughs> Peter I love that they include that book. Um, you know, we see Peter be an adult and like, and that's, that's the point why I love Toby the best. Because I've mentioned this in the Spider-Man No Way Home podcast that Toby, Toby's Peter did everything on his own. You know, he did, he did everything without telling anyone other than MJ after the fact. You know, so he shouldered everything. And to see him ex- like pass that knowledge on to a younger Spider-Man, is even if it's not Miles Morales, I think it would work, make more sense if it was, but to see it pass it on to a younger Peter is means so much because it's like literally going back in time and saying everything you needed to when you were a kid. I do get that aspect of the conversation, but in No Way Home, they just do it so much better because of what P- Toby did, yes, but they they made such a great movie out of it because of him. Mm. And I don't know, it just comes off better to me as a movie than Spider-Man 2. Just because of what Toby did, I know. You rage me. I'm just joking. It is it is a great movie. I will give you, I will give you that much. I really I really love No Way Home, but I just think like it just it needs this movie to exist, you know. Oh, I know. I'm not saying it doesn't it, need to exist. I'm just saying it built upon what was already made and it made Spider-Man better. So it's a good sequel then. It does, does yeah, its job, mm-hmm. you know. It is it is a good sequel. I'm I'm not discounting. Like I, I think I think out of the live action Spider-Man's, it's number two. Yes. I feel I I feel bad that we haven't mentioned Andrew Garfield once. I think oh, we said I love amazing, Andrew though. We said we said Amazing yeah. Spider-Man like maybe once. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, listen. His movies were everything around him is bad. I think you know he's he's the one. He's literally the need or the. You know, diamond in the rough. You know, right, right. he's what made those movies at least passable. So he's the shining light, and like I think he completely outshines both Tom Holland and Toby in uh, in No Way Home. He's he's the best actor as Spider Man I think we've ever seen. And th- I mean, the Amazing Spider Man too um, definitely has the best score out of any of these movies because it has dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dan agrees. He knows. <laughs> Wait, where specifically? In Spider-Man 2? <laughs> yeah. There's with dubstep? The, with, the, with the electro yeah, flight? <laughs> oh, amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's dubstep. <laughs> yeah, just for no reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you start playing Itsy Bitsy Spider on the electrical yeah. coils? Oh, yes. God. Yeah, it's so bad. It was terrible. Yeah, but like that's what I mean. Everything around um, Andrew Garfield was bad, you know? Except so. him. Except him. He's great. You know, oh, he's yeah. nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, um, we'll see. In no, no way home too. We'll go back to no way home again. Yeah. Was... All right. 
I think enough gushing about these Spider-Man movies. Um, anything else you want to add on the franchise on the Spider-Man Two in general from your notes that you got in there? Um, it's a little dated, but it's one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you got? Uh, no, that's it on the movie. Are you doing rankings? No. Or, I mean, uh, ratings. Yes, ratings. Okay. Not rankings. Yeah. What the fuck are we ranking? We're rank- All right. Um, so, Gavin. Gavin, what do you give this movie out of 100%? Mm, I'd, I'd give it like a 90 out of 100. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Just nostalgia factor? Like, what, what reasons are you giving it a 90? Uh, nostalgia factor? I mean, just... Uh, it's... The acting, the the score, just like I don't, know, I I love this movie. I'm sure okay. I'm sure a lot of it is nostalgia, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In terms of in terms of like Spider Man movies and superhero movies in general, I feel like um it's one of my favorites. But also I'm biased because Spider Man is probably like my favorite superhero. So that's fair. That's fair. Same. Yeah. Well, Spider Man literally is my favorite superhero, and I'm gonna have to agree with you. Ninety, just because. Uh, the writing is top notch. I don't think I've ever seen anything better in a Spider-Man movie written this well. Um, cause it, it juggles all these different plot points and different threads and, and services all of them. Some in, you know, less ways than others, but the important ones definitely get like the best, like it's, there's a backbone to the story, the beginning, middle and end. And it's weird that we don't really see too much of that now. Yeah. And I just think it, it calls back to that kind of old era of Hollywood, even if you want to say it's old. Um, yeah, but yeah, this is like, it does so much character work that I've never seen in any other Spider-Man movie, other than No Way Home, a little bit. See, even after all this time, and however many times I've seen Spider-Man 2, I always find something new. And I found new things I've never seen before. And it just made it that much better, like, now that I know so much more about Spider-Man. Also, he's also my favorite superhero. So we were all in agreement there. Nice. And we're also all in agreement. I have a 90 as well. This is nice. a 90. Oh, all right. I, I love this movie. Wait. Is this, our, is this another five-star movie? This oh, my God. Favorite. This doesn't happen. This, we only had two other ones. <laughs> yep. And one of them I don't really agree with anymore. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I just love this movie, man. Like, so many good things about it. Very few negative things. Uh, chocolate cake um, <laughs> and then there's uh, James Franco could have been cut from this movie we really didn't need him but they had to set up a sequel so I get it Yeah. but you know what hey there is very few flaws very few and far in between this movie and that's why it's 90 for me no matter how hard the internet tries to meme it and ruin it for me it never will <laughs> 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 yeah, like, I love memes make it too man Like it's, it's, it's true yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why I love Revenge of the Sith so much because, like, I can find comedy in, like, in, and drama in it, too. That's my favorite Star Wars movie, too, so. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I never mentioned uh, Punch Me, I Bleed. That's <laughs> one of my favorite lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just like, and, like, Mary Jane's probably, like, completely confused at that line because he's like, yeah, you're a human. You, you bleed yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. if I punch you. <laughs> Sense. Punch me, bleed. <laughs> punch me, I bleed. All right, well, we're yeah. wrapping this one up. So we are seen before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at seen it beforecast. That's S C E N E it beforecast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass. My letterbox, which is DJ Wass, or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. Um, Gavin, would you like that? I'm Gavin. Don't look for me. <laughs> Stay hidden. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll have you on again. I think we have some Star Wars knowledge. We might want to uh, yeah. do with you at some point. 
That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. All right. So keep uh, keep tuning to the socials. Fridays, we got teases for what's coming up next when we release on Sundays. Uh, sometimes we do movies that are in theaters. They release on the Fridays. They're released uh, like we just did Morbius recently. So there's, yeah, there's always we, that. We, just did, we did that. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, it's been an honor as usual. We'll see you next time. Ah!